Hey, welcome back to Connection Point Church Online. Now, I hope you grabbed your Bible because we're about to jump right in this morning where we left off last week in John chapter 10. So let's jump right in, beginning in verse number 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. All right, now in this passage, Jesus tells us a few things. First, he says, I am the good shepherd. Second, hirelings will run when time gets tough. And finally, he gives us some characteristics of a good shepherd. You also need to understand that if he is the good shepherd, then there might just be shepherds that aren't so good. Now here in this passage, Jesus is talking about those who, who do not belong, those who tried coming in the wrong way. But he's also taking, uh, talking about the enemy, Satan. In case you had any doubts, let me clear it up. We have a real enemy, and he's out to destroy the people of God. Listen, if you open your eyes and you turn on the news for more than about five seconds, it becomes blatantly obvious. Look around, and you see war or threat of it at every turn. Violent crime seems to be on the rise. But it goes even beyond the violence you see on the news. We have marriages ending in divorce families being torn apart. And in today's time of medical advancements, we still have disease destroying lives. Now in this verse, right before the passage we read this morning, in John 10, Jesus tells us, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you're still there in your Bible, what does it say his purpose is? What does he say the reason for the good shepherd coming is? He says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So if Jesus is the good shepherd, what's that make us? Who are we represented by in the text we read this morning? The sheep. Now you may not know this, but sheep are mentioned more times than any other animal in the Bible. And we are compared, compared to them more than once. Now, if we are the sheep, and you're like, oh, that's so nice. Sheep are so cute and cuddly. Isn't that great? We're sheep. Well, if that's what you're thinking, then you really don't know a lot about sheep. <laughs> you see, sheep are known to be dumb. They're not exactly known for their intelligence. And guess what? That's who Jesus is saying you and I are. We're like sheep, and we need a shepherd. 
This morning, before we talk about the shepherd, though, I want to just give you a couple of characteristics that we share with sheep. The first one is this. Sheep are easily disoriented. Without Christ, without the good shepherd, we wander aimlessly. We are easily distracted, disoriented, and lost. There are multiple mentions in the Bible of sheep being lost. Jesus tells us the parable of leaving the 99, going after the one. Isaiah compares us to sheep, saying, we like sheep have gone astray. Now, Isaiah wrote this to a group of people who knew that it was common for sheep to wander. How many of us have just wandered aimlessly? We've seen a little patch of green grass over there that looked good, and we wandered over to it not ever paying any attention to the pack of wolves that lay in wait, ready to attack the moment we go. Wandering aimlessly, without a care in the world, moving from one thing to the next, to whatever we think might make us feel good for the moment. Now, just like the sheep without a shepherd, making one bad choice after another, moving through this life completely lost, sheep are easily disoriented. Second characteristic you need to be aware of is this. Sheep are really defenseless. See, sheep really don't have a great way of protecting themselves. Most animals have some kind of built-in defenses. For instance, we all run in fear of the mighty skunk. Not because it's some mighty predator out to eat us for dinner, but because it has a way of protection that's not so pleasant. The fox, the fox is fast and cunning. The porcupine, it has its own unique way. But the sheep, what are they going to do? Are they gonna wool you to death? Is it gonna baha you to death? Sheep are defenseless, which is why Psalm 23 reminds us that the rod and the staff of the shepherd, shepherd comforts the sheep. There's protection in it. We are no different when it comes to the spiritual attack of the enemy. Without Christ, we are naked and defenseless to the attacks of Satan. That's why we are reminded to put on the helmet of salvation that protects our mind, to take up the shield of faith, to, to quench the enemy's darts, but also the sword of the Spirit. With the armor of God, we aren't just in defense mode, though. He gives us a word, the word as a weapon. But without the full armor of God, we are like sheep without a shepherd, disoriented and defenseless. Number three, sheep are determined. Now, if you're sitting there with your coffee in hand thinking, finally, something good. So far, you, you've told us we are like sheep and we're dumb and easily disoriented and defenseless. Well, determined isn't exactly always a good thing either. Check out this video. Now, how many of us have done that exact thing? We got ourselves stuck in a bad situation, and rather than backing out of it, rather than going in the opposite direction, we continue trying to squeeze into places we were never designed to go. 
we are determined to continue down the same road in the same direction. It should be clear that we can't or we shouldn't go that way, but remember, sheep are dumb. <laughs> it should be easy to, to see that if we continue down the same path that always leaves us that, that always leaves us messed up, that it will continue to leave us messed up. But for some reason, we think if we do the same wrong thing over and over again, that somehow it's going to give us a good result. Easily disoriented, defenseless, defenseless, and determined. Number four, sheep are dirty. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, sheep are nice and fluffy and white, then, you've, then all you've ever seen is a painting. If you've ever seen sheep in person, you know that they're dirty animals. You ever been to the fair? Walk through where they keep the sheep. You'll find it's not exactly a pleasant smell. Sheep in the wild have no way of cleaning themselves. They walk around continually collecting dirt. They go through a thicket and collect burrs. We are like sheep. We have no way of cleaning ourselves. We just walk through life picking up the filth and stench of sin. Oh, I know we think we can clean ourselves. We bathe and wash the outside. But remember what Jesus said to the Pharisees. He said it's like cleaning the outside of a cup. We have no way of truly cleaning ourselves. We, we can clean ourselves up on the outside and we might look like we have it all together, but inside, we're as filthy as the nasty sheep who can't clean itself. We need not just a shepherd, but we need a good shepherd. And that's what I wanna to talk to you about for just a few, mo a few moments today. What is it that makes Jesus the good shepherd? The 23rd Psalms tells us, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The very first verse of Psalm 23 says, I shall not want. In other words, David is saying the good shepherd supplies all our needs. Now David's not saying you aren't ever going to want anything but rather all your needs are going to be met. We've confused, confused fleshly desires with needs. We've lost the idea of what are real needs. Jesus can and will uh, supply physical needs, but so much more important than that is Jesus supplies our spiritual needs. Some of you maybe today need the, need the supply that only the Good Shepherd can bring. If people look at your life on the outside, it looks like you've got a home, you've got transportation, you've got a family that, that walks through the doors of the church on Sunday morning with smiles on their faces, but internally, your life is in complete chaos. Under the mask of the smile is a life that is broken and shattered, and you've just got so accustomed to life that way 
you can't even believe there's another way. You need to understand the Good Shepherd leads you beside quiet water and that he has something better for you. Sheep won't drink the rushing water because they are afraid. They're afraid they'll fall in and drown. The Good Shepherd knows his sheep and he leads them beside the right kind of water so they can drink. Jesus knows that your life is turbulent enough and what you really need is the refreshing of the life-giving water that he offers. Verse 3 says he refreshes my soul. If your life has gotten a little out of control, maybe it's time you allow him to lead you to, to some time of lying down in the green pasture. A little time beside still water. See, sheep aren't afraid in the presence of the shepherd. When the shepherd is there, they're able to lie down and rest. Jesus is the good shepherd that brings peace and security. Maybe today you'd say, I've got everything I need and everything in my life looks good, but there's something inside of me that just doesn't seem right. I'm just not settled inside. I'm constantly worried and I never feel at rest. The good news is Jesus, he doesn't just meet the physical needs, but he also takes care of that inward thirst so that you can truly be at rest. When the Lord is your shepherd, people will look at you when you are going through maybe the worst time in your life and they'll ask the question, how can you be at peace? And you're able to, to answer, because the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He refreshes my soul. He brings a peace that goes beyond all understanding. See, the good shepherd supplies and he leads, but you must answer the question, are you following? Do you seek him for direction? Do you hear his voice? Do you get your answer and then respond? Maybe like the sheep, it's caught in the fence. He's saying, back up. And you're saying, no, I think I can fit. If you aren't following after him, if you aren't allowing him to guide you, then you have to ask yourself this question, is he your shepherd? When it comes to life decisions, who are you turning to for advice? When you're listening to him and following him, all the pressure is on him, not you. The good shepherd supplies, the good shepherd leads, and third, the good shepherd corrects. Not really the thing you like to hear if you're the sheep that has wandered away. But listen, just because it doesn't sound like it's good news, you need to understand it's the best. He loves you enough to correct you when it's needed. Now those who are producing fruit get pruned and that's a form of correction so that you can grow the right way, so that you can bear much fruit. When your two-year-old reaches to stick something in an electrical outlet and you smack them on the hand, it's because you see the danger and you want to stop them from going down a path that will cause them harm. It may not seem like good news at the time, but it truly is good news. Because the shepherd loves the sheep enough to correct when they are wandering into danger. That's exactly what God has to do with us sometimes. That's why David says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The rod was used to defend, but it was also used to correct. 
If a sheep continually ran off, the shepherd would strike the sheep until they finally learned. You need to also understand sometimes God lets us face the consequences of our own dumb decisions to keep us from making bigger, dumber decisions later. Correction isn't really something any of us sit around hoping that God would bring us. But it doesn't mean that it's not the best thing for us. Our Good Shepherd is so loving that he loves us enough even to correct us. The Good Shepherd, he leads, he supplies, he corrects, and lastly, if you're taking notes, he defends. David said, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod, it was a weapon to scare off or to, to harm the animals that would threaten the sheep. And your staff, they comfort me. The staff, it had a hook on the, on the end so that if a sheep had fallen out of danger, it could pull him in. Listen, his word tells us he will shelter you with his wings. There is comfort in knowing that the God of the universe is defending us. You anoint my head with oil. He's saying, I will defend you even against the things in life that irritate you. The reason for the oil on the sheep was to protect them from the irritating flies that would swarm around and try and lay eggs. Isn't it great to know that God loves you so much, he will even defend you against the things that bring irritation in your life? Jesus told the parable, if a shepherd has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, he'll leave the 99 and go after the one. Today, that may be you. Maybe you're the, the one in the parable, the one that has wandered off and you feel like this message maybe was just for you. You're a sheep in need of the shepherd. You need to understand the good shepherd has laid down his life for you. But also, you need to know he took it back up again. And in doing so, he has life for you. John 10, 18 says, no one takes it from me but I lay it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. In doing so, he, he defeated death. In doing so, he overcame the world. The good shepherd that loves you and cares for you needs you to understand that in him is victory. Some of you maybe right now, you feel like you're empty. He wants you to know that he is provision. Whatever, whatever it is you need, physically, materially, or spiritually, he is the life-giving water that quenches all thirst. Some of you might need him to bring comfort and peace. The good shepherd is ready to bring comfort. He can bring peace to that upside-down world. Some of you are, are worn out and tired and, and need to know that he can bring you the still waters that will restore your soul. Some of you are facing incredible decisions in your life. You need the, the leading of the shepherd. The good shepherd is here meeting with us, even online. And he can meet any need that you might have. You just need to follow after his voice that is calling you today. Listen to that voice. That, that stirring inside. That's the voice calling you home. Let's pray.
Father, we thank you for meeting with us today. We are like sheep and from time to time do sheep-like things. There have been times when we've been disoriented, defenseless, and determined to continue in our will and our ways. And I'm so thankful that you are the good shepherd that chases us down. I pray today that, that we would hear your voice and answer your call. And for those who are struggling today, God, I pray that you would bring comfort and peace. For those who are hurting, that you would bind up their wounds. For those who are tired, would you give them rest? Lord, I pray that we would learn to trust your voice and follow your guidance, no matter where it takes us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, well, thanks for joining us online again this morning. If this was your first time to be with us, would you take a moment to fill out the connection card and let us know how we can best serve you? If you're, if you're ready to take a next step today, whether that, whether that be, be saying yes to Jesus for the first time, following after him in, in water baptism, or joining an online Bible study, or, or maybe you just want some more information, would you message us right now? We'd love to hear from you. Also, before this video ends, would you take just a moment, click the like button, hit the share. This helps us tremendously in getting this message out to others who may need a word of encouragement today. I pray you have a great week and hope to see you right back here next week as we continue in our Check the Source series. Be blessed. Music